0: Hey guys, let's jump right into it. So today I finally came up with the name that I'm going to call this podcast. It's going to be called Solo. And I finally found some direction. So recently I told you guys about all the other attempts I've made at making podcasts. I've actually recorded episodes after episodes after episodes and had them and, you know, was just waiting to edit them. And, you know, make, put some music in the background, you know, little shit like that. And, um, I, I was going through things during those processes. I mean, during those moments. And sometimes I would go back and listen to my podcast to like go and edit it. And I didn't like what I was hearing. (laughs) I don't know. And then it, it, it had a lot to do with how I was feeling about myself at that time, too, because recently, I've just been going through a lot of emotional things. And for anyone who's like cutting people out of their lives, like you're just getting real serious about your life and your experience of life, and you're just like, it's like it's like having a house and you're in the yard. And you have this big ass yard and you have all of these like bushes and branches and weeds and everything that have just grown out of control. And it might not be visible to everybody from the front of the house. Like from the front of the house, it looks like you have your shit all the way together. And even from the inside of the house, to some extent, like to yourself you might feel like, you know, shit ain't perfect, but I got my shit together for the most part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was even telling my friend this other day that that's exactly how I felt. And then you go to the back of the house. Like, you decide to really do some cleaning. You know, like, shit's starting to, like, grow on the side of the house and fog out the, 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 the back mirrors and shit. And you just like, mm shit don't feel right shit ain't looking right like this don't work for me no more I I gotta go and do some housekeeping you feel me like really clean my shit out and then you know you clean up the house you may even get a fresh coat of paint bitch I don't know change the floors get new stuff for the inside of the house everything's starting to look good like you know but you still feeling kind of mucky you just like what the fuck (laughs) Until you go in the backyard and you start motherfucking seeing that it's a whole fucking forest back there. And you're just like, no, no, bitch, absolutely not. This is the fucking problem right here. This is the problem right here. And you just get you a freaking sledgehammer, weed whacker, whatever the fuck, mold, lawnmower, mower. <laughs> I was about to say mow lawner, lawnmower, and you just start weed whacking the fuck out of everything, bruh. You just start hacking away at everything. And I feel like that's what I've I've been doing recently. Um from the last month of summer leading into fall, which is crazy because fall is usually my my favorite season. I usually get all the feels, but I know that I haven't went back into my I haven't gone back into my previous journals for the years prior and I'm going to do that later on and see but I have a feeling that it's usually right before this like right around this time of the year when fall is like about to start and summer is ending that I go through this same process, bruh. I really think I really think that's like a running theme in my life, like a cycle and um, it's And I feel it usually happens right before I'm stepping into another level of my experience or like another level of understanding who I am and another level of manu- maneuvering life, you know, and maneuvering it in a way that works for me. Because all the things that I do right now that are habits at one point were not habits. Like there was a time where I kind of forgot about journaling. I think it was probably like for a year or two. Um, I just wasn't journaling. I wasn't doing anything like that. And I feel like that was, those were the time periods where I made a lot of big fucking mistakes. <laughs> I was just outside. Okay. And ever since then, um, I started to refocus on journaling and I started to make sure that every year I had a journal specific for that year and a planner specific for that year and kind of attack things that way by providing some type of ritual where I always journal. It it doesn't have to be every single day, but I'm not gonna go a week without journaling. It's a part of my life, right? And then um, after it was, I think it was that that led to me discovering that I need to do budgeting more. And I started budgeting my money weekly. I started planning out my money monthly and yearly. And I had my goals that I needed to reach per month. I had my goals that I wanted to reach for the year. I had a reason for those goals. Like, okay, I'm going to save this amount of money and I need to work this amount of hours um, per day or per week in order to make this amount of money that I want in order to pay off X, Y, and Z and save X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? So I was a little, a bit more structured in my finances. And I see how that has changed my financial situation drastically. Because there was a time where I just started doing it. And then once I saw that it was actually working, I began making it a ritual where Every day or so, in some way, shape, or form, I'm checking on my accounts. Or every week, um, I go and I check my spending. Even if I don't really write it down, because there are times where I'm really specific and I'll have it written down for the month and the week. But there are times where, even if it's not written down, I just have these processes in my mind, so I'm constantly aware of and on an average, where my money's at all the time on all my cards and all my accounts. <laughs> and it might seem like, oh, that's so draining. But I think when you're used to doing something like that and you know that it's a positive thing, it no longer feels taxing. It just it's just that's just the way it fucking is, bitch. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we do over here to make sure that these finances are straight. These financial goals get met. And we're able to maintain our independence and we're not worried about money. That's one thing I wanted to make sure as an adult that I was able to accomplish for myself was that, yeah, I don't have to be the richest, but I'm not worried about money. And thank God I've gotten to that point And budgeting and journaling and all of that is what led me there because it allowed me to really review what I was doing And when I saw that I was like shopping too much, I'm like, why am I shopping this much? I don't even go this, you know what I'm saying? I don't go these many places. Why am I buying so many of this type of things? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So it allows you to not only evaluate your, your spend and what you do, but why you do what you do. You know, what is it that you're trying to compensate for? What is it that you're struggling with? What is it that you may not be noticing? What are, what, what are the reasons for your actions? Because every single thing in motion has a reason at its root. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason at its root. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, everything that is put into thought or action And you know, thoughts become things. Um, And things make people do things. (laughs) You feel me? So, at the root of it, there's a reason. And once I began um, identifying that reason and correlating it with my spend, it allowed me to make better decisions each time I decided to spend. It allowed me to really evaluate and use money as a tool and not see it as some big blessing. It's a tool. The blessing is knowing how to use it. The blessing is knowing how to flip it. The blessing is knowing that it is a tool. That is the blessing, not actually the money. Um. So, you know, that's one thing. And, and I've seen where that has allowed my financial health to grow immensely in the right direction, where I don't worry or th- I don't really think about my bills, they just come out. I know the money's there, and they just come out. I don't really think about my savings. I know how much I need to be putting in savings every every week or every two weeks or every month, and I just do that. I don't even think about it. It's not an option. I remember, I remember when it used to be an option like, "Oh, am I going to save today <laughs> And I'll probably try to budget out my my money and be like, "Mm, I got all these bills, all these things I want to do. And savings would be last. Like, it's like, if I have room, if there's an extra, you know, 50, whatever, I'll save it. And then that changed to making sure that I saved 10% because I started reading more about finances and I started studying the habits of people who are financially successful. And I realized that savings could not be an option. It had to be a requirement. And I started making savings of bills. So I said I was going to put every 10% of my check had to go to my savings, no matter what. So if I needed to do my hair or I wanted to go somewhere, and that would cut into my savings money. I guess I'm not getting my hair done this week, <laughs> or I need to get something cheaper. Like nothing's gonna come before that savings money. And I feel like right now, oh hold on, let me check my food. Y'all might hear my mama bird chirping. I'm, I'm, I'm babysitting my mom's bird, and he's a baby. He's literally a baby bird, and this is how he acts. Every time he sees somebody, he just starts chirping, 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 chirping. chirping. Every time this man sees me, his name is Louie. So cute. He's a yellow bird. I don't know what type of bird he is, but he's a cutie pie. Um, But yeah. Please excuse him. Making all this damn noise. Louie, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. He'll calm down in like a minute or two. But anyway... Um. Yeah, so I started doing that with my finances and I see where it's taking uh, a turn for the better. And I realized that I needed to be doing that in every area of my life. But, you know, some things you're able to do easier than others. I don't know why I got the finances down easier than the emotional, <laughs> but I did. And I think emotional is because it's just so much deeper. It goes so... I don't know. It's just it's just a never-ending pit <laughs> of beginnings that you have to relive or uncover or you know what I'm saying look into a little further to to understand. Why is it you do what you do and why you think what you think and is this something that is working for you or is this someone that someone's pushed onto you and who is it that's pushing this onto you? Why do you allow them to push it onto you? And then like is this how you want to continue living? What are you gonna do about changing it? Are you brave enough to change it? Do you think you should change it? Are you crazy? <laughs> like it's just so much. It's so much. It's so much, but that's where I'm at right now and I find that um each level that you unlock in your life, you're forced to face those questions. So even when I was um, discovering my finances and you know my habits that I picked up from others and why I feel the way that I feel and why am I moving how I'm moving, why am I working how I'm working, um, I had to face those questions within myself regarding my finances. But then when you're trying to do it for in terms of your state of being, it's like so extensive. The work there is so extensive. And I feel like it's so much that you can't unlock all of that at one time. You cannot understand, comprehend, heal, and grow through all of that at one time, which is why it will surface in different areas of your life at different times of your life so that you can meet it in manageable doses is how I feel. And right now, um, I've noticed that there seems to be a pattern every year around this time. <laughs> I'm faced with these things. And It's usually right before a period or during a period of solitude. Like an immense amount of solitude. And I just go through these periods where I'm alone. I am alone. And I feel like it's usually around this time. I just feel extremely alone. But it's like a necessary solitude that I haven't... um, Even though I'm, I'm out here whacking through the weeds, like... It's not it's not by choice. It's like because I have to I in order for me to survive this this extreme emotional period of my life we're alone because it just sets me up where I'm just alone. Like there are people who I know I have friends and family, but I'm still going through this experience on my own. They have no clue. You know, the extreme of what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling and what I'm thinking at this time, I feel extremely alone. And I feel like it's a necessary thing for you to grow so that you are making decisions that better your life based on how you truly feel, not based on what people think is the norm, what people think they like, what people think other people like, what people think you should be like, what people think you should sound like, what people think you should be doing, what people think you should be living, how people think you should be acting, dressing, you know, what people think you should be doing with your money. I don't even know why people think they should have that much of an influence on someone else's life, but they do and we allow them to. And I feel like being thrown into that, that point where you're just forced to deal with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you have friends and you start losing your friends and shit because you don't really resonate with their energy and you ain't trying to force nothing because you're you working on yourself. And because they're not really supposed to go with you to the next level, they ain't checking on you either. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Let's talk about that. People don't be talking about that. They not checking for you either. And this is supposed to be your friend or your family or your sister or your mom and whatever the fuck. They not really checking for you like that. For some it might be like, "Oh, they don't really give a fuck. They not really asking. They they, you know, they busy doing what they got to do." And then for others, they might they might not even realize that they're disconnected from you, but life is coming at them, too. And they're having to do what they need to do, what they need to do for themselves. So maybe they're reaching back and asking less, you know, maybe they're contacting you less and it's not to hurt you. They're just not aware and they're busy living their life. So there's, you know, different extents of that. But either way, you're still forced to be alone. It's not by choice everybody not just fucking with you like that right now everybody going through their own shit or whatever the fuck but you're alone right now you gonna have to figure this shit out and i feel like it's done on purpose so that you can make sure that when you do get immersed into your social life again or whatever it is that you might be doing that you that you usually do that's just slowed down a bit now um you're coming back better you're meeting yourself At a whole different level, at a whole different way of thinking, operating, living, seeing things, what is necessary, what's not necessary. You you need those moments of solitude to really sit down and evaluate how you're living your life. And is this working for you? And is this something you want to continue doing? If not, you will will go five, ten years doing the same shit and be like what am I doing wrong? Why hasn't my, like, everything's happening for this person and that person. Why am I still in the same situation? Because you have not taken the time to be alone. You won't allow yourself to be alone. And I feel like those moments come to all of us, but some of us, we rebuff it. We'll be like, oh, I I feel alone right now, so I'm gonna go jump into a relationship. Or I feel lonely and, and unwanted and disregarded and unthought of, and so, I'm going to go fuck with some people that I know don't really fuck with me. (laughs) I'm going to go get me some fake friends. (laughs) Maybe it'll work this time, you know? Or I'm going to go forgive all these people who wronged me and see if it will work this time. Because I don't want to be alone. It's better than being alone. We, a lot of, we, I think we all do it. In different ways at different times of our lives. Or some of you might not, it might not even be that type of codependency on others. It might be on just being busy. So, oh, I'm, I'm going to go do another business right now. I'm going to go think up another business. I'm going to go find something else to worry about and get myself involved in so that the focus is off of me being alone and how I'm feeling right now. And I feel it stunts your growth. You have to be willing to go through those painful moments of solitude because what it's doing is shaping you out And carving out everything that you need to move forward in a more successful way of living. I feel like the world is set up for you to be happy. And man has made it so that your focus is on everything else other than the simple ways that you can continue to have happiness in your life and joy. But instead, we focus on so many other small things that completely distract us from what is the most important thing, which is the fact that you are living. And if you are living, then you deserve to live a happy life and that there's nothing that can stop you from living a happy life if you choose to decide that every day you are going to live your happiest life today. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It sounds so like... Corny and cliche, but you have to really start in your mind and you have to really start by saying, you know what? Fuck all this other shit. My peace comes first. My happiness comes first. Yes, I feel alone right now, but guess what? I'm going to go through it and I'm going to discover whatever it is that it is that I need to be working on. And I'm going to use this time to make myself better because I know that nothing lasts forever You know what I'm saying? Nothing lasts forever. These moments that you feel, even if you're depressed right now and you're you're dealing with anxiety or you're borderline suicidal or you might even be suicidal. I want you to understand that nothing lasts forever. You won't feel like this all the time. This won't be your life all the time. And even for those of us who are in a more happier space, you just had children, or you just got married, or You know, you're entering into this new phase of life where you're going through these new experiences. It won't be like that forever, (laughs) even with the good things, you know. Your children won't always be this small. They won't always love you this much. They won't always love you this way. Your spouse might not always love you this way. And that's in a good and bad way, too. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? Like he might not always see you how he sees you right now. And that can be a good and a bad thing too. But it's all about balance. And it's all about the fact that regardless of whatever is happening around you, whatever changes you're encountering or whatever it is that you might be feeling right now, you have to hold on to the fact that these moments won't last forever. And you are the master of now. This present moment that you have is the biggest gift you can ask for. Because it's you being able to decide for yourself right now in this moment what works for you, what you will allow, what you will accept and what you want and what you need and act on it. It's like when you're hungry and that's the advantage of, of evolving and growing older where when you were a baby, if you're hungry, you can't feed yourself. You're at someone else's mercy. But as you continue to grow and evolve and all of these skills are being provided to you through experience, you're supposed to be able to utilize those and apply them to your life to make it a more agreeable situation for yourself. So now we've learned how to order some food, heat up um, something in the microwave, make a sandwich, cook a whole meal, whatever level you're at. OK, if you got to Uber Eats, it whatever. But now you're in a space where if you are hungry, you know how to feed yourself. You know what you need to do to feed yourself. Right. And I feel like that's what we have to do in all the different areas of our life. We have to really sit down and evaluate what we're doing and make sure that when we're in the moment, we are equipping our mind and spirit with enough love for yourself and appreciation for yourself that in every single moment, you choose to be present, you choose to be here in the now, not wondering about what's going to happen, not thinking about what happened. But right now, in this moment, I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm here. I can do this, whatever this might be. This might just be standing here and breathing, okay? Because some days it's very hard. Some days it's very hard to even want to be here, you know what I'm saying? so depending on whatever level you're on or whatever it is that you're going through or whatever your struggles might be at this moment, whatever it is that you're facing, you have the power right now in the present to take control of your life. And I feel like solitude allows you to cultivate and harness that power. I'm about to get my food because right if I'm going to take it right now, like a dog right bun up. And there's Louie again. I can't. This man is like a real a real baby. This little baby bird right here. He's like a real. What the hell? did I take out a
1: fork? Hold on, y'all. Like me right now. You see, right now. Um I'm heating up some food I got from Uber Eats. Okay, don't judge me.
0: I'm hungry, so I decided to feed myself. And I knew I did not want to cook. I knew I did not want to cook. And I knew um, I wanted something good. So I ordered from Grand Lux on Uber Eats. Okay, I know I need to do better. I know I need to be cooking my own food. I'm not going to sit here and, and beat up myself about that. It is what it is. Right now, I ain't cooking shit. I don't feel like cooking shit. Today is my, like, my relaxing day where I get to just chill. And because most of the day. I'm very busy throughout the week. So, I'm not going to do shit today. I'm just going to Uber Eats. Eat my food because I need to eat. And then... Talk to y'all. I'm about to watch this Dave Chappelle show before they take that shit off Netflix. Oh, here go the damn fork I was looking for. i might have to watch that shit before they take it off Netflix because I fuck with J- Dave Chappelle. There was a time where I, I didn't really like him. I think when I was younger, I just didn't get his humor. I was just like, this guy's corny. But as I got, as I have gotten older, I don't know, I have such an appreciation for him. <laughs> I love that guy. So I'm about to go take watch this um, Netflix special when I'm done because... Um, clearly from what I'm hearing, he's talking about the LGBTQ community and sorry, if I forgot any letters, please forgive me. Um, and you know, there's a lot of backlash because you know, he's going to say what he wants to say. Um, and I appreciate that about him. You know, I feel like everyone doesn't have to agree with what you're saying, but you have the right to say what you want to say. No, you don't, no one has to listen. No one has to watch it, but You have the right to voice your opinion, is how I feel. Um, People have been doing it for years. President Trump was our president. And he was saying the most disgusting things. And no one could turn him off because he had the right to say what he wanted to say. And I feel like once you begin to silence people or pick and choose what people can say, what people can write, what people can listen to, what people should do with their bodies then you're, you're taking away someone's freedom, period. And you don't have the right to do that. You don't have the right to force anyone to feel how you feel, force anyone to only speak how you speak, force anyone to only think how you think. People are not going to like you. People are not going to like you for no reason at all, not know anything about you, just have their preconceived notions about you, and they're going to say mean things, and they're, they're going to do things that you don't like. You don't have to deal with it. But they're going to do it regardless. So what is the point of taking away someone's ability to do what they want to do? It's going to happen regardless. You're just making it harder for people who already have difficulty saying what they want to say. To say what they really want to say. The ones who don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck anyway. They're going to say it regardless. (laughs) Whether you like it or not. You know how many white people out here calling people nigga? They don't give a fuck that you don't like it. You feel me? They're going to do it regardless because that's what they want to fucking do. So I don't know. I'm not for censoring people expressing themselves. I'd rather know the demon that I'm dealing with. And then it's up to you whether or not you want to support it. But it's better that you know. I feel like a lot of people these days just, they want things to look good. As long as it looks good, Then who gives a fuck that it's a fucking rotten... It's rotting on the inside. like It's a fucking rotten apple, bruh. That's been spray painted. But as long as it looks good. You know? I don't want to get too deep into that. Because that wasn't the point of this episode. The point of this episode was that I came up with a name for my podcast. Which is Solo. Um, And... Because I want to talk about the period of life... Or the periods of life that when you're, acti- when you're actively trying to change yourself for the better, that it's inevitable that you're going to go through. And that's solitude. And a lot of people don't like to talk about the fact that they feel alone and they feel hurt, and they're, they're dealing with their emotions. And that's a rough process. And taking a look at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know, I haven't been that great to myself. How could I have ex- expected anyone else to treat me the way that I felt that I deserved when I haven't been doing that? And I feel that oftentimes solitude allows you to see that, you know, and it allows you to take care of what you need to take care of, heal, change, create new rituals, create new norms for yourself, create boundaries and really live through that process of creating it and seeing that it works for you. And then step out into the world, embodying everything that you've just done so much work to become. Because that's who you truly are. If it means that much to you that you're changing your whole life to be that way, that's who you truly are. Be who you are. And I feel like oftentimes throughout life, there's so many different things that are forcing and wanting you to become someone who you're not. Just to appease them so they can feel comfortable. No, be who you are. Live as you are proudly boldly securely confidently as you are and know that that's not a perfect person that's an imperfect person learning and growing through things but is present enough to acknowledge that that is their experience you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna go ahead and share that with you guys uh because i don't feel like people talk about it enough especially on the road to success I don't think people really mention the the times where you literally think you're crazy. <laughs> you, you, you literally think you're crazy for even having this idea, for wanting to do this, for thinking about doing this and you know, how you feel when you're going through that process of doubting yourself and then boosting yourself up and then doubting yourself and then boosting yourself up. And then you do something and then you stop and then you pause and then you wonder and then you're waiting and you're sitting on that idea until another boost of energy comes through. And then you're just like, no, I'm going to fucking do this shit. And then you start preparing again. And then you might step back and be like, oh, I'm fucking tired. This is too much. I don't want to do this shit. Why am I even wanting to do this shit? I just don't give a fuck no more. And then talking yourself back into it and and re- realizing why it's important for you that it's not just about doing that one thing. It represents something something so much bigger. The fact that you want something and you want to go for it, whatever that thing is, gives you power to do that in other areas of your life. It unlocks so many other different doors. So I will be talking to you guys about that because that's the process that I'm in right now. And like I told you guys, I I tend to be in this mode at least once a year in a very significant way. And it's usually right before my life evolves into something greater. Not going to lie. So I decided to record through the process. Maybe it will help me keep my sanity too because it's very hard to go through on your own. Um, But I hope that if I end up putting this out, that it helps someone else who's going through it to know that it's okay. It's okay that you don't feel like getting out of bed today. It's okay that you feel that um, you just want to throw everything out the window and you just want to give up on everything that you've been planning and you're looking at your plans and you're just like, is this even good enough? Or you're looking at your business idea and you're just like, oh, so many other people are doing it. Who the fuck do I think I am? And then you just rather lay in bed today. You rather be a little sad today. You'd rather not do nothing today. You'd rather not clean today. You're going to Uber Eats for at least five days this week because guess what? You're not going to the fucking store. You don't want to get up. You don't want to cook. <laughs> and you know you have to eat. Despite the fact that you're trying to make good financial decisions, this is just one of those moments where you're just going to have to make a little sacrifice. And I understand. And I feel like people need to talk about that more because it's a part of the journey. And maybe if a lot of us knew that this is just a part of it, this is just a part of becoming, they wouldn't give up just because they're doing something that's normal. It's normal that you feel like giving up, but don't. (laughs) It's a part of the process. It's normal that you feel like you might not ever get married if that's something that's on your heart to do, and you see everyone else doing it and you're not doing it and it hasn't been that way. It's normal to feel like, I'm never going to get married let me start looking for other ways to to live and enjoy life because i'm never going to get that even though deep down in your heart that's something you really want don't give up whatever you want whatever you truly want in your spirit it can be yours and it will be yours as long as you decide no matter what what's for you will come to you and you're going to be present until that time comes because You enjoy to be happy now, not when that thing happens, not when that business is successful, not when you finally open that store, not when you finally go to Greece on your own. No, you deserve to be happy now, right now. And if being happy right now looks like sleeping for eight hours or 10 or ordering Uber Eats, or not doing the grocery, not um, doing the laundry, not cooking right now. These kids gonna order, eat a fucking pizza, and that's what it's gonna be. Then you deserve to do what makes you happy right now. Period. So I'm gonna end it on that note. Can't wait to talk to you guys some more. I'm looking forward to what's gonna happen and what I'll be able to share with you guys. I do plan on sharing like some little life hacks as I learn them. And hopefully um, you guys will feel comfortable sharing some of the things that you've learned to get through your bad days, rough days. Don't feel like cooking a whole meal spread, but I'm really hungry, but I don't want to eat out days. Like we need to help each other, okay? <laughs> because what I'm struggling with, you might have mastered. And what someone else has mastered, someone else is struggling with. And if we decide to be a bit more transparent with the fact that life is hard Life is hard, but it's worth living. And you're not the only one feeling this way. And there is a plethora of information and resources to help you get through this. Then we have, I think we have the responsibility to do that for each other. Because the more in harmony everyone is with themselves, the easier it is for us to live a peaceful life. The less motherfuckers you'll see honking their horns in traffic because they can't wait two extra seconds for you to look up and down the street because you might be a little anxious today before you turn. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely want to promote some healing. And that is my goal. And I want everyone to really love themselves in a way where you are comfortable and happy being in your own presence and standing up for who you are and what you want and what you need. And knowing that your voice matters, your opinion matters, whether or not anyone agrees with it. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to fight every single battle just because someone doesn't agree. That's okay. We st- I'm still going to do whatever I- the fuck I got to do over here for me. For me and mine. <laughs> All right. So, guys, I'm about to go fuck up this food because I'm pretty sure it's lukewarm right now. And I'm going to watch the Chappelle show. And I'll talk to y'all another time. Be blessed. Remember, stay positive And remember, your fumble
1: My food nearly dropped. And remember, you're powerful beyond measure. <laughs> Bye, man. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening and coming to... A positive place to listen to episode two, Angry Birds. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the family, boo-boo. And if you are a two-time listener, listen, we locked in, baby. Okay, thank you guys so much for your support. I got such positive feedback from episode one, which really warmed my heart because it was on my birthday too. So I just felt so great. And please excuse my voice because your girl was turned for her birthday weekend. So my voice is just now returning. Okay. Um, But I really hope you guys enjoy episode two. I really have some goodies for you as well on my page. I have a budgeting spreadsheet for all of my boo-boos that's trying to get financially responsible. They might need some little help in that area. You got to get that budget together, okay? Budget is key because if you fail to plan, you must plan to fail, all right? And also, guys, you are going to hear me reference. Well, you heard me reference Another name for my podcast, I told y'all, this just going to keep happening all throughout the episodes, okay? Because baby girl was having a real hard time picking out a name, but a positive place just ended up sticking for me. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all know the fucking vibes, all right? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for spending your time with me on this beautiful Sunday or whenever the hell you decided to press play. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you think someone might benefit from hearing this episode. And also don't forget to go on my social media page and communicate with me. I love hearing from you guys. The outpour from episode one was wonderful. Um, remember, we're trying to create a sense of community here. So don't be afraid to like pictures, comments, all of that. Use the resources that I give you. It's free, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I love y'all. Make sure you stay blessed and don't forget to come back next Sunday for episode three. You're not going to want to miss that one, baby. All right. Love y'all. Mwah. I think I was just giving Tony Braxton vibes with a deep voice. <laughs> What's the Tony Braxton song? I ain't going to do it to y'all. Bye. <laughs>